I live in a small, secluded part of a large city. Just to give you an idea of how quiet it is, seeing anybody out and about past 8pm was considered to be cause to call the police based on suspicion alone. It was one of those neighborhoods. Anyway, it was night of Halloween 2019, and I was coming back early from a party at my friend's house. My parents were spending the week with my aunt up in Oregon, so I pretty much had the house to myself. At 19, that was pretty exciting, since my parents hardly ever left. I was unusually tired and feeling a bit under the weather that day, but because the opportunity didn't come every day to have the house to myself, I decided to smoke a joint and just lay around downstairs relaxing, watching some horror movies. It was around 11pm when I heard a noise upstairs. It was such a slight noise, and I only heard it because there was an extended moment of silence in the movie I happened to be watching. Otherwise, I don't think whatever it was would have been audible to me all the way downstairs. Usually, our house creaks and groans because it's older, but this sound wasn't like that. It was almost like something had fallen over, but it was muffled somehow. Something told me to pause the movie, so I did, and listened for a few minutes. After not hearing anything else, I decided maybe it was just my imagination, so I let the movie play again. The theme song to the classic Halloween was playing as Michael Myers was chasing Laurie when I heard something else this time. It was a heavy thud, muffled but clear as day. Perhaps it was because I was high as hell, but I told myself to ignore it and whatever it was would go away. So I did. After a few more moments, I got the munchies really bad, so I went into the kitchen to grab some snacks. When I opened the freezer though, I found an empty box of drumsticks. Damn it, I said annoyed. But then I remembered that my parents had just gone shopping before they left, and had put most of the snacky foods in the garage. So I went into the garage's fridge, grabbed some Ben and Jerry's, and turned to walk back inside. But then I noticed something. The side door to the garage had been kicked open. I mean, it was obviously kicked open. That or it was forced open with a sledgehammer by the look of it. Quickly I ran inside and grabbed my phone and hid in the downstairs bathroom. My fingers were slicked with sweat as I tried to unlock my phone and dial 911. It was then I heard the sound of a door opening upstairs, followed by the terrifying noise of someone running down the steps like a madman. There's someone inside my house, I screamed at the dispatcher as soon as she answered. I gave her my address and she told me to stay in a safe area until police arrive. The doorknob on the bathroom door suddenly started violently jiggling, followed by a series of punches against the door. The dispatcher heard it all and told me to remain silent and that police were almost there. I called the police, I yelled. Get the hell out of my house. That was when whoever it was stopped trying to get into the bathroom. I listened as I heard them run out the front door, slamming it behind them. It was only moments after when I heard the police sirens outside. Quickly, I opened the door and ran for my life. I waited outside while they searched my house, just in case anyone else was hiding in there. But they found no one. The really scary part of all this was that had I not stayed up and smoked that joint, I would have gone straight to bed with that person lurking in my house. God knows what they were waiting to do to me. Something happened to me as a kid that I don't quite know how to explain. I was only about 10 years old at the time. It was late at night and I had just fallen asleep. But I remember, clear as day, even all these years later, waking up in the middle of the night, almost in a trance-like state. I was aware of what was going on around me. I could see everything in front of me, but it was almost like I wasn't in control of my body, if that makes sense. Anyway, we had just moved into this house we were in, and we still had boxes laying around, one of them being in the hallway just outside my bedroom. I walked up to this box, reached in, grabbed some books, and knocked on my sister's door. 
For some reason, she had whipped the door open as if she was angry. What do you want? She demanded to know. Read these to me, I said as I began throwing the books into her room, one after the other. Annoyed, she slammed the door and told me to get back to bed. But all I did was grab some more books and hold them close to my chest before turning to look down the stairs and seeing a bright light at the end of the blackened staircase. I somehow made it down the stairs and followed this light to my front door, which I opened and walked outside in my pajamas, still holding those books. It's so weird, because I remember the feeling of the breeze against my face till this day. It all felt so real as I walked down our driveway and down the sidewalk. I'm not sure how far I got, but the next thing I remember was approaching a man walking in the street, and the terrified and confused expression upon his face when I asked him to read me the books in my hand. What the fuck? The man murmured before looking around, probably thinking he was on a reality TV show or something, before walking away. That was when I started walking back to my house, but just before making it back to my driveway, I tripped and fell on my knee, and my books went flying. I picked them up and went back inside, up the stairs, and back into my bed. The next day, I thought nothing of it. In fact, I had nearly forgotten the entire thing. As a child, I guess these sort of things could easily be brushed off as a dream and I'm sure I thought it was. But later that day, my mom had asked me what happened to my knee, and when I looked down, I saw that I had a cut on the same knee that I had fallen on during my dream. All these years later, I often find myself thinking about that night, if it was real or if it was just a lucid dream of some kind. I even asked my sister if she remembers any of this, to which she replied that she didn't. One thing I did realize recently, though, was that the light I had seen, I always assumed was one of the many nightlights that we kept on at night in the halls. But we did not have an outlet at the bottom of the stairs. I still don't know where that light came from, or if it had any influence on what happened that night. I still get the chills when I think about it all. It had been about seven months since I had moved out of my parents' house when this happened. We had a family dog at the time. His name was Lucky, a German Shepherd, and he was already older at the time, around eight years old. Considering his age, he was spunky and gave no sign that he was slowing down anytime soon. People sometimes thought he was still a puppy with how hyper he could randomly be. One night, I received a frantic phone call from my mother. Lucky ran away, she cried. Never mind how it happened, just come help us look, please. Of course, after she hung up the phone, I was already grabbing my keys and headed over. Fortunately, I was only a 10 minute drive away. It was already nighttime, and according to my mom, the gate was open somehow, and that was how Lucky got away. It was weird though, because even with the gate open, Lucky wasn't the type to just run away. We've had him since he was a puppy, and we've let him sit on the driveway with us while we washed our cars, swept the leaves, or did the garbage, and he's never even tried to run. We scoured the neighborhood, flashlights in hand, calling Lucky's name, but there was no sign of him. It was like he had just vanished. That, or someone had taken him. We spent an hour out there until we decided to come back so we could plan our next step. But when we got home, we found Lucky in the backyard. Except, it wasn't Lucky. I mean, it was him, but there was something different about him. His eyes weren't his usual derpy self. Instead, they looked unsettlingly human and they would follow you creepily wherever you moved. My mom didn't seem to notice. She was just happy he was home. But my dad and I knew something wasn't right. That ain't lucky, my dad said, when my mom was out of earshot. I know, 
I replied. But with my mom happy, I decided to let it go and stifle any feelings of uncertainty I had. After I was back home, about two hours had passed when I received a phone call from my dad, and what he told me sent chills throughout my body. Apparently when I had left, my mom made sure the back gate was locked and went straight to sleep. My dad usually stays up watching television in the living room, which has a large window that overlooks the backyard in it, and that night he had the blinds closed. Maybe after an hour and a half, he decided to head to bed, so he turned the TV off, hit the lights, and was about to walk upstairs when something in his gut told him to look outside. He went into the kitchen and looked out the bay window, which also overlooked the backyard. It was then he said that he saw Lucky standing up on his hind legs, looking between the blinds into the living room where he had just been sitting. He said he was frozen with fear, not sure what to do besides keep watching. The dog tilted its head, trying to get a better look inside until it suddenly turned slowly to the bay window where my father was at, and smiled. That wasn't lucky, he said on the phone, solemnly. After that, he said he went out into the back with the intention of letting the dog out, framing it all like he had just escaped again. But by the time he got back there, Lucky, or the thing that was pretending to be Lucky, was already gone. I don't know for sure what happened to Lucky, but I do know that whatever came back that night wasn't him. I've heard stories of skinwalkers after that day, and I'm determined that whatever that was back there was that. Whatever happened to you, Lucky, you were a good boy, and I'm sorry we couldn't find you.